Hello friends and welcome to Uva Ball Raw minus Uva Ball. He is still sick or he's still recovering. I understand he wants to take his time because uh, he was sick and then he tried to go out and do stuff and then he got sicker. So there is a lesson to everybody out there. If you're sick and you feel like you're, you know, I'm better enough to go start doing stuff. Give it a little more time because your body might not be up to the task. You just end up getting sicker. A lot of fucking sick people out there right now. In the body and in the mind. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I'm here to talk about the Freedom Convoy. So, just like in those Rampage films where we talk about rising up against the establishment, rising up against the status quo, against the corporations and big business merger uh, that is, seems to be happening in governments, I get the ideal. I get what they're trying to do, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that, because people are waking up and starting to push back. However, I don't agree with the vaccine element of it, because I think that it's honestly a good idea to take the vaccine, but in reality, the fact remains, this is such a complicated thing, because there's so many people that maybe we should just... We should not force them to take the vaccines because if they're going to get sick, you know, they'll end up dying. Yeah, some other innocent people will end up dying or getting sick, but how the fuck are we going to force them to do it? I mean, it's not going to happen. You know, I don't think so. So, uh, this got, I mean, we, we're living with this. This is something that's going to stay because of these people, I hate to say. But in the other turn, I understand the spirit of what they're trying to convey. I understand that they want to be able to make their own choices because nobody wants to be told what to do or be forced to do what to do. But in the other hand, I want to say I've seen, I have multiple friends who are nurses and work in hospitals, and I've seen not only their stress from being around so many seriously ill people who are just like you and me, who are nice people, didn't see this coming, weren't prepared for this. They see the suffering. They see them on the vent, <gasps> gasping for breath on the ventilators. They see kids. They see old people. They see your teachers, your mothers, your brothers, your fathers. That I see their pain just from that. I see my friend's pain from people's pain, you know? And I think that um, with that in mind... Who wants to get sick and die? That's sick and die. And I don't think that all of us have the context of what to compare it to because, like I've said before, the closest thing that many of us have ever experienced that's close to COVID might be like a really bad pneumonia, which sucks. So if anybody who's had pneumonia, if it's worse than that, holy shit. I almost had to have my lungs pumped to fluid when I had pneumonia. And I didn't even know that the fluid was accumulating. I did not know. I could not feel it. So guys, we're playing with fire. We're, we're talking about um, rhetoric versus science. The rhetoric is admirable that we need more say in uh, these uh, decisions, in these uh, mandates, uh, if, we're, if we're truly free. But uh, on the other hand, the, the, the mandates are there for a reason. I said this before. A lot of these rules are here for a reason. You're not going to turn to a mutant. You're not going to fucking, you know, grow a dick in your head or something out of your forehead 
or have a tattoo that magically appears on your forehead that says, holy shit, just because you got the vaccine. I mean, I was scared when I got it because of all the hype and the buildup. It feels like when you were a kid and you were going to the doctor and you knew you were going to get like a blood draw or a shot, you'd be freaked the fuck out. But like the actual event it was not that exciting. I'm okay. I'm not turning into a zombie. And I'm healthy. And I haven't gotten sick. Thank whatever God is left. So, my friends, I care about you out there. The people who listen to this show are awesome. The people who listen to this show have an open mind, you know? Because everything out there, all the, the media that you read about us says, they're fucking ha ha ha, it's a big joke, you know? And you know, we make jokes and we have fun and we do satire. But you know, we're all, we're all humans, we're all on the same boat here. None of us are any better than the other. I don't believe in... I don't believe in the facade of the celebrity corporate machine. So I, I say we have more that connects us than, than holds us apart. And the people who listen to this show are hopefully growing and thinking and changing and going out there and, and trying to be a better person, trying to change this world in positive ways while not uh, damning others while not... You know, the only time I come down on others is when they have earned it. So, people like Trump have earned it through lies. And I'm not going to just say the Freedom Convoy people are a bunch of sons of bitches. It's just a real fucking crazy time to be alive. Uh, very divisive times. So, I don't know. I kind of wish that we lived in the era of, like, without the internets, uh, like how I was growing up, or times even before that, like, when the nation was met with, what, like, smallpox or whatever fucking shit, everybody took the shot or whatever, because they didn't want to get, they wanted to wipe it out, or whatever, and they did, so why the fuck... Can't we just be mature and be in unity and do what's right for our fellow brethren, for our neighbor? Protect old granny on the corner. Do you ever see that movie? Remember that movie, the, the last alien movie, where they go to that planet, it ends up being habitable, but they haven't done any scouting on it. And the guys, the, the soldiers are all just hanging out there they're with their guns and they're scouting the planet. And then some, like, particle goes into the guy's ear. Some airborne particle goes into his ear. It's a very interestingly... Interesting shot scene. Uh, and then he gets infected and slowly starts to get sick and blah, blah, blah. And he dies pretty quickly. But it shows kind of like now. That, that scene reminds me of now. We don't know anything about what we're up against. We're finding out as we go and it's airborne man it could happen it could happen to anyone and it sucks that people only take it seriously when it happens to them we need to think ahead to prevent uh, disaster 
We can't just find our way into disaster and then hope for the best. We need to protect ourselves. We need to protect the people that we care about. Because care is not just a word. Love is not just a word. And, you know, I don't know. We need to care about more than just ourselves for once. This is a real test of, you know, what people are made of. Are people inherently selfish? Or do they care about each other? If we cared about each other, we cared about our culture, we understood the effects that could happen if we don't get vaccinated, uh, only then would we make the correct choice. I mean, the, the correct choice is the moral choice to just get the fucking vaccine. And let's move on from this chapter. Because everybody's like, oh god, it's 2021 all over again. It's 2022 all over again. Whatever. Because this fucking vac, this not this this COVID shit's not going away. So it's always lingering. It's always gonna be like that fucking really long year. That 20 years was a really long year. I want it to end. I want to move on to the next year. I'm tired of the Groundhog Day shit. Let's move the fuck on. There's so much more important stuff going on. We could wipe this fucker out. But anyway, I just wanted to give both sides, kind of. I, I wanted to show it that, in a way, that we're not going to demonize uh, the other side for their perspective on this. So, Bob Saget is dead, as you know, and the autopsy has come out, and it looks like he went to bed after a fall. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever had a concussion before, but I have. And I had to stay up for a long fucking ass time because you can't go to sleep. If you ever hit your head, don't go to sleep. If your grandma or loved one, you know, even if you don't go to the hospital, you're supposed to stay up for like at least 12 hours. I stayed up for like 24 hours and you're not supposed to drink. Um because it could cause complications that could lead to your death. If you hit your head, you should go to the hospital. You should get it checked out because, you know, look at Liam Neeson's wife. She was skiing and she fell. She hit her head and they didn't realize how bad it was. She didn't seek immediate medical treatment because she just thought she hit her head. It was nothing. But believe it or not, you know, we're pretty fragile as human beings. Her brain started to swell and... What they would have had to do was remove part of her skull to allow the brain to swell and then go back to its normal state. The, the skull would have to, part of it would have to be removed. But they didn't do it. So, so she died. Uh, so, you know, I, Bob Saget, rest in peace. When I was a little kid, I liked Full House. I think it's kind of fucked up and sad that now that he's dead is the time that everybody's like, Kumbaya, Bob Saget. They're all like, yeah, he's so awesome. I love this guy. But I specifically remember a lot of you fuckers out there making fun of Bob Saget for years. For years and years and years. Because he was a doof or whatever. I don't think that... That was like before the internet. I think there was only rumors that people were like, oh, I heard that he's really foul-mouthed. He's a dirty man. I'm like, <laughs> like, nobody had any idea. And he was kind of, he was, it was like a half-life, that role for him. 
because he took it on because he looks like he's first of all he's an actor he looks like this character and he plays the character very well because he's an actor he's acting he played it so well just like ed o'neill in married with children you know they play the role so well they're typecast as that role forever so he played america's dad truly you know he was he the full house we grew with those kids i mean my generation anyway and, uh, you know, I, at some point I was just like, yeah, this isn't cool anymore. I'm going to stop watching Full House. Have not watched the, the, you know, second version of it that came out, Fuller House. Haven't watched it. But I'm going to just say, I'm going to just call it as it is and say, it's fucked up that we make fun of people until they die. And then they suddenly become, we realize how much we cared about them or we liked them. Even if it was a superficial like, because we don't really know them. That's what also is kind of disturbing, is everybody's posting like, oh my god, daily, I can't believe Bob Saget's dead. It's like, you fucking, did you even ever, what did you do? What? How Was Bob Saget a really important part of your life? Did you have like a Bob Saget tribute in your in your garage with a little shrine? I love how people suddenly jump on, like, oh my god, he was my best friend. So, what we can do is change the way that we think now for the future like people like carrot top i like carrot top and i think that it's fucked up that people make fun of him and that people are going to suddenly be like carrot top's awesome when he's dead when prince was alive a lot of people were like oh he's so fruity or whatever um he's not my thing now suddenly oh he's so sexy you know not that there's anything wrong with that saying with somebody being gay or whatever because I'm I'm totally that's okay you know it's all good um, I'm, I'm, I'm respectful of all that I'm just I'm reflecting the way people actually speak what people actually say uh, people online want to pretend like they're perfect people just want to pretend like they don't say this shit but they really do whisper it and it's so obvious because look at the rise of Trump there's all these fucking racists and shit and people around who are very, very clever to to hide it. Like using the word niggling. And niggling, you know, but it really means this. But you're using it just to fucking be a dick. You know what I mean? Anyway. So, yeah. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Let's be nicer. Because those goofy people who are on the comedy shows that we see every day, who uh, we pretend that we hate, are probably our idols. And we're just jealous. Like, all you guys who talk shit about Uva Ball, God forbid the day that he passes on. I I would, I don't want that to happen, ever. Well, like, just like, I don't want to die. But, fucking, you guys are going to be all like, he's so rad and awesome. Like, even though, <laughs> for years, you know, he doesn't give too much of a fuck, but it's some crazy, uh, crazy negativity, some crazy um, posturing. Uh, uh, it reminds me of Bob Saget, honestly, of that kind of, or like Vanilla Ice or something. You know what I mean? Now everybody's like Vanilla Ice is awesome or whatever. And I guess more than they did. I I thought Vanilla Ice is cool because he's a smart dude. He was ripped off by his manager. When he was young, and I liked mind blowing, so sue me. <laughs> anyway, guys, okay, have a great day. Talk to you soon.
So a couple years back, I was uh, manning the Uva Ball Raw Twitter with Uva Ball. I was posting on it uh, as Uva Ball along with him. We would log in, both of us. But I would make it, you know, more exciting, more, more cerebral. And a lot of people thought it was funny. I was the person behind a lot of those Uva Ball movie reviews uh, that everybody went nuts about. So I was posting on there, and I was I was getting us more fans, and people were really enjoying the content. People were having fun. When a reviewer, uh, there's a reviewer. There's a there's this one guy. Uh, he's a reviewer of lots of uh, you know all the pop culture stuff that you guys love, and I'm sure that he is secretly thrilled with the fact that he has made a name with himself, carrying himself on the backs of all the films that he loves. Because uh, the content is really an observation on cinema. But he's made one film, apparently, and he, uh, he thinks that he can come in uh, uh, he, he started insulting Uva Ball. He didn't realize that it was me. But he came in, he said that Uva Ball is a joke, it's complete, completely unprofessional, and he doesn't deserve to make films. He saw Auschwitz, Auschwitz, and because Uva Ball is German, he has no right to make that film, or that Uva Ball is Uva Ball, because he's made video game films. And this guy started insulting us, calling us anti-Semitic, calling him anti-Semitic, calling the film anti-Semitic, which is not true. And then trying to rile up his followers to think this without any real proof because they haven't actually even seen the film. And when I when I tried to say, hey, the film is, is, is done uh, to bring awareness to the thing, to the event, he said, don't you tell me about the Holocaust. I had family. I'm Jewish and this and that. It was like... It was like him coming in, using us as a target to try and rage and paint us as the villain. I logged in as myself and tried to talk rational discourse with this person, but they had their minds made up without any any knowing of who we are and who I am. He insulted me too. Scott Weinberg is this dude. He's... I don't even know this guy, but I think it's highly inappropriate that he goes online and tries to sick his fucking followers on us. Uh, it's the exact things that I talk about on this show. It's somebody who lives, like, he's living his life through the internet. Huge part of his... Uh, his ego is groomed through this fucking shit, through the internet, through his podcast, I'm sure. And he wants, he wants to be relevant. So this was his chance to interact with uh, somebody so he could uh, insult them and throw, uh, piggyback off their success to try and give himself something to talk about maybe on one of his fucking podcasts or some shit. 
I think it's really fucked up that people out there are so rude. Uh, I think it's really fucked up that people use other people as targets to try and uh, make themselves look like the winner or something. And then all his followers are like, you're right, blah, blah, blah. He, he doesn't do anything, this and that. It's like those kind of people who stick their fucking followers on people, that's so fucking ridiculous, so childish. But then him trying to insult us to say that we're not real filmmakers, because I contribute to these films too. Yeah, he's made only one film. So it's armchair critics. All these people that you see who look like they're of status and stature, they work for some magazine and they have some great film blog or something, nine times out of ten, it's an illusion. They're not anybody. This guy's just some dude. But he represents something on the internet that's really ugly. So I'm calling him out because I'm fucking sick of it. I'm sick of people like this. I'm sick of people who don't know me, don't know Uva Ball, but act like they fucking do and then start to attack our character. Tell us things and we're saying, no, 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 this is really how it is. No, no, I know better. You're a liar. I'll, I'll say for the record, I'm not a Nazi. I'm Puerto Rican and German. Uva Ball is not a Nazi. That's what we were accused of being. It's like absolutely absurd. And the point of the films that we make that are serious or that he makes, the ones that I've been involved with, it's not to make a bad film. Uh, the video game films are disposable income pretty much, but the serious films like Darfur and uh, Assault on Wall Street Auschwitz, even Max Schmeling, their attempts at uh, rampage, their attempts at like thought-provoking content. Sure, it's not quite um, in the vein that people are used to. It's very hard-hitting. It's almost like gonzo cinema. But please, why would you attack? our personal character if for no other reason without knowing us than to prop yourself up and make yourself look better make yourself feel better get all your comments and followers and then constantly have to bring us up as some sort of like punchline to a joke that's really fucked up because I never met this person before in my life it seems like the only crime is the crime that we've committed is we've made movies. And whether or not you like them or not is subjective and irrelevant to our moral character and our personality. People who like live their life through the internet, people who get value by sticking uh, followers on others, People who think it's all just some fucking game. You know, I was severely depressed when this happened. I was going about to go through a divorce. All this fucked up shit was happening. You have no clue what's going on in someone's life. 
We have no clue how hard we work to make those movies happen. You have no clue how many years, how many tears, how many fucking fisticuffs and tough times we've all had to go through to get these fucking things made. So fuck off. <laughs>